Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Ever got your hand caught in a cookie jar? Well, guess what? Uncle Sam has his hand in yours. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. Growing up in the 1960s, every kitchen had as its most prized possession a cookie jar. The purpose of the cookie jar, well, was a way for loving parents to reward their loving children for good behavior and doing chores. Take out the trash, your parents allowed you to reach into the cookie jar and grab a cookie. Clean your plate during supper, yep, you get to reach into the cookie jar and help yourself to a cookie. And all was well with parents and child until said child reached into the cookie jar to help themselves to a cookie without the parent's permission. Sneak a cookie and get away with it? Well, good for you. But get caught by your parents with your hand in the cookie jar without their permission and you're in some deep doo-doo. So what does a snotty-nosed, not-so-innocent kid getting his hand caught in a cookie jar have to do with you and your money? Well... Let's find out. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, financial cookie jar specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And today, we're going to show you how to keep the government from taking more of your financial cookies and how you and your family can instead enjoy what you've worked so hard to save. But first, let me introduce to you someone who's baking up a great show for us today, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, Chef. Tony, how are you? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not doing real well because as we record this show, Aaron, it is December 15th, 2021. Uh, we're smack dab in the middle of cookie season with all this holiday festivities going on. And I came up with a bright idea about a month ago to go on a diet. Was this bad timing or this what? This is always the worst time. Yeah, Jessica and I have done this before, too. It's like end of October. It's like, okay, we're going to get healthy. Well, that's <laughs> the worst time to do it. Just start in February when all the, when all the festivities are over. Yeah, and, and quite frankly, uh, you know, the old saying, you know, having a sweet tooth. You've heard that before. Oh, you? yeah. Oh, I've got a big-time sweet tooth, and there's nothing like cookies. I mean... I don't know. My, now, my dad, he was funny. He was one of those rare breeds. Uh, I don't even know if they still make it. The, the fruit cake in the box, do they still sell that around the holidays? Uh, yeah, I'm afraid they do. Yeah. I've and, tried it before. I think he was the only person in the United States that actually loved that stuff. That's I tried a, it one time. I actually tried it at a party, and it was like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so here's the point, Aaron. Uh, you've seen a little bit of the show script today that I've been working on. What do you think... Kids uh, stealing money out of a cookie jar without their parents' permission have to do with the government and possibly all of these savers who are listening to this show this morning and their financial cookies. You, you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, I have, I have a feeling we're probably going to talk about, you know, some things that we should be talking about because people don't really know about, whether it's fees or taxes or yep. just, 
you know, the, I like to think of them as the crumbs. You know, they're <laughs> probably not that important when you see all the cookies, but you add all those crumbs up, it, it makes quite a bit. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you think about crumbs, they kind of settle in the bottom. But this particular Cookie Monster, folks, deals with actually, it's weird, and again, the government comes up with some strange laws, comes up with this idea that at age, it used to be 70 and a half, but at age 72, the government, Uncle Sam will call him, is going to reach in to your financial cookie jar, otherwise known as a 401k, IRA, thrift savings account, uh, lump sum pension, and Uncle Sam's going to grab a couple of those cookies out of there. So, Aaron, if all of a sudden you had this huge cookie jar full of cookies, and you went to take out some cookies, and unbeknownst to you, somebody's been stealing cookies, you'd probably be a little upset, wouldn't you? You know what it kind of reminds me of, Tony? Have you ever heard what's called the dad tax? Did you ever do that with your kids? D-A-D, dad? Dad. D-A-D no. tax. No. So, you know, I'll, you know, I'll get a thing of cookies on my way home to kind of surprise the kids or, you know, whatever. But before they get one, dad gets one. Because <laughs> it's like, hey, I bought these. I stopped at the store. I, you know, I'm the one that purchased them. Dad gets his dad tax or whatever. Or it's like Halloween candy. I know we're talking about cookies, but it's like Halloween candy. You know, all the parents go through their kids' candy to quote oh, unquote yeah. make sure it's safe. But, you know, <laughs> you might grab a Snickers here and there. That's the dad tax. Well, this is called the RMD or Required Minimum Distribution Tax. So let me tell you a funny story why I came up with this show topic today. So this past uh, weekend, again, we're recording this on December 15th, 2021. Uh, my wife and I were in Louisville visiting our daughter and grandkids and favorite son-in-law, Trey. And we're, we have a house up here that we've purchased. We're remodeling and we went by a store here and we were trying to get some cookware for it. So we still have our house in Bowling Green. So, you know, a lot of people have second homes, Aaron, in Florida and all that. We have a second home in Louisville, all right, because we're back here and forth so much, and I work here, obviously, a lot. So anyway, we're standing there, and a real nice lady's helping us at this particular shop, and we're buying some cookware. And, uh, you know, I give her my full legal name for the credit card. She doesn't recognize my name. And then all of a sudden, she goes, well, can I get an email address to send you a confirmation? I said, sure. It's Tony at Tony Walker financial.com. And she looked up real funny and she goes, aren't you that guy on TV? I said, yeah, the money guy, right? Yeah. And she, all of a sudden she's typing away. This is what's so funny. She's typing away, entering in the information. She goes, yeah, my husband and I had to meet with our stockbroker the other day and he turned 72 and the stockbroker wanted to talk to us about this RMD thing and all these taxes we got to pay. What's up with that? And I didn't say much. I thought, well, yeah, I said, I kind of made a joke since we're in a cookware store. Well, that's just the cookie monster. He's going to grab a few of those cookies, whether you like it or not. And she's like, well, this is ridiculous. You know, and we went on and so we walked off. My wife, Susan said, Tony, why didn't you talk to her more about it? And I said, Susan, I'm not going to get in a planning meeting here buying cookware. <laughs> I said, do you know how many people don't know about this cookie monster when you turn 72? And she said, and of course she didn't know anything about this stuff. She's never hit age 72, could care less about money. So, but it got me thinking. Here's a nice young lady. They probably have decent money. Uh, I don't know her husband's, I see this all the time, Aaron, probably very intelligent. And here's the sad part. Now I'm not getting on all financial advisors, but for a stockbroker, financial advisor or whatever, if that's your man or that's your woman, and to bring this up when you turn 72 and you haven't even addressed it. So 
it's too late. I mean, we're going to talk about this. There's some things you can do, but folks, if you're going to wait around for the cookie monster to show up at 72, that age that the government requires you to take minimum distributions, we'll get into this more, and you're going to hope and pray that uh, the taxes will be lower or that the government's going to give you a break, forget it. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how to keep that cookie monster at bay. And this is regardless of whether you're young uh, in the first half of life, whether you're kind of middle age and halftime, or you're already reached 72 or older in what I call the second half of life, we're going to talk about this thing called the minimum required minimum distribution or RMD and how you can get a plan to keep the cookie monster away from your financial cookies. I'm Tony Walker. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no-obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Tony Walker here with America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orender. And uh, Aaron, we're talking about cookies and cookie monsters, and but let, I'm going to get serious here for a minute, and we've got to hone in and understand exactly what this thing called the required minimum distribution is all about and how this allows the government to reach into that tax-infested 401k or IRA that Wall Street's told you to max out all your life. And just about the time you thought you're going to be able to enjoy it, the cookie monster shows up called Uncle Sam and grabs some of those cookies away from you. And that's called taxes. So what is the required minimum distribution? What is its purpose? And why do so few people truly understand what it's all about? Well, first of all, if you're just now joining us, we told the story of a nice young lady I met who unbeknownst to her, was informed by her stockbroker, her and her husband, when they turned 72, that all of a sudden, they were going to have to fork over a bunch of taxes in the way of this required minimum distribution. And it's like I told her, I told her, Aaron, I said, well, yeah, what, what, here's what I should have said. You know, looking back at that, I should have said, well, ma'am, there's your problem. And then just kind of, obviously, she's going to say, what do you mean, right? right. And I'd say, well, here's your problem. You're working with a stockbroker and not a retirement specialist. If you're not having conversations with somebody like that right now, then you that's fine. You may have a great stockbroker, but you don't have a retirement specialist. And I can bet you a, hunt, a dozen Fig Newton bars that you don't have a written game plan. So if you're trying to approach retirement and make the most of your money, forget it. If you don't have a retirement specialist, a fiduciary, and a written game plan, which is what we do at Tony Walker Financial. Okay, I digress. Let's go back and understand what is the required minimum distribution, and why in the world did our friends in Washington come up with this idea? All right, we're going to use an example. Let's say you've done a great job of saving all your life, and now you're at this magical age of 72, and for whatever reason, you haven't needed any of the money. Okay, and in that 401k or IRA is $500,000. So all of a sudden, just like our fine folks at the cookware shop, you get a notice from your stockbroker or the institution that has this money and says, by the way, 
you need to take your required minimum distribution. Well, your first question is, well, how much do I have to take out? Well, we've got the tables. Uh, we'll be talking in a minute with our own Leanne Tinsley in our Bowling Green office who's certified in tax planning, but I had her run these numbers. So, Aaron, it's not huge, but the first year, again, you're age 72. If you have a half million dollars, it's based on what's called your life expectancy. The government is going to make you take out, I'm going to round off, about $20,000. Okay, you, you have to take a distribution whether you it. want it or not. Okay. Oh, by the way, what if the stock market had just crashed the day before you got this notice? Let's say it dropped to 400000 Would that be a good time to start taking out withdrawals? Nope. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. See, the government doesn't care that your market value just went down. They're going to want their money, which is a terrible time to take out money when the market goes down, which is another problem with these RMDs and not having proper planning. But I, again, I digress. All right, so the $20,000, Aaron, we send to you. Let's say you're the recipient. Do you know how much taxes you have to pay? Don't have a clue. No. So, so it could be you know, 10%, 12, 22. If you're one of those fortunate few that maybe you were living on a nice pension and social security, the government doesn't care. This money could actually throw you into what's called a higher tax bracket. You have, so folks, you're losing control of these taxes because you can't do anything about it. You get, you have to take the minimum distribution out. Now there's little things you can do. You can have it paid to a charity. That'll save you a little bit of money, maybe on social security taxes, but for the most part, it has to be taxed. So remember, with any money that comes out, there's only three things you can do. You can either convert it, give it, or you can just pay the taxes on it. And unfortunately, a required minimum distribution cannot be converted to a Roth IRA. So that eliminates that option. So this, this is not looking good. So what was the purpose, Tony? Well, the purpose of this whole law was so they could get their taxes. Remember, folks, you've put this money in pre-tax that means the government is waiting for their fair share. The cookie monster, when you go to grab that cookie jar and open that cookie jar up, they're going to take their fair share first. That's just the way this thing works. Now, here's what happens. So assuming a basic rate of return, Aaron, I've got my schedule here. In this example, again, just a basic rate of return, the value is actually intentionally going to go down. The reason is you're taking money out. But let's fast forward to the year 2030, approximately 10 years from now. They're not going to want 20,000. They're going to want about 23,000. So why do they want more money? Why are they taking out even more as you get older? Because it, the money's going up. The money's getting more. I mean, they want more. Not tax. the money's getting more expensive, but there's getting to be more money. Yeah. Well, actually, that's what most people think. Actually, what's happening is they want that money to go down in value. And by taking out more money, it'll force it to go down. Okay. They don't want you to have all this money. Okay. They want those tax revenues. So then if you fast forward, based on normal returns, now in the year 2037, it was at half million. It went down to 440000 in 2030. Now your balance is down to three fifty one, because now they're wanting about 26000 a year. So what's happening, folks, is you have no control over this money, and they just keep taking out more and more taxes. And you say, why is that, Tony? Because they're not going to let you off the hook. Now, I've got a question for you, Aaron. Uh, I just noticed, I think Congress is going to pass the debt ceiling. They just raised it by another $1.5 trillion. That was passed. I believe it's going to be passed. Just saw that. And we've already got almost $30 trillion in debt. So that puts it up to about $31.5 trillion in debt. Okay, where are they going to get this money to pay all this debt back? I have a pretty good guess, probably from all these taxes and fees buried in people's Bingo. retirement plans, 401ks. Very good. 
So if you are sitting there, here's the point, folks, and we're getting ready to go to Leon Tinsley and go through some scenarios, but if you are sitting there thinking they're going to change the laws in your favor, you've got another thing coming because it just stands to reason. Whatever your tax bracket is now, there's a very, very good possibility, even if you just look at how they're going to come up with money to pay off this debt, they're going to have to raise taxes in the future. And worse yet, if you don't do something with it, when you die and your kids inherit it, it's going to be taxed at whatever their tax rate is. So it's a very much a losing strategy to sit around and wait to see what's going to happen with these taxes. So what you need to do is get a game plan. And the way we do that is you by contacting us at Tony Walker Financial. We are a full service, full-time retirement planning firm, and we are here to help savers worry less about money. So what you do, you can go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. And again, regardless of age, we'll get into this in a minute. Whether you're 55, 65, or 85, there are things we can do to help deal with that tax tumor that's buried inside that 401k and try to keep Uncle Sam out of your cookie jar. So take advantage of meeting with us. There's no cost or obligation or fee. It's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Or you can just call us at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Okay, when we come back, we're going to be visiting with our own Leanne Tinsley and just take a couple of minutes to walk through some scenarios of what happens to the RMD when someone passes away. And you're going to find out that it's not necessarily good news. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. With the stock market at all-time highs, our nation's debt through the roof, and inflation racing out of control, now may be the best time to consider safeguarding your money. That's why I'm offering to review your 401k and other retirement accounts to be sure that you aren't taking too much risk and you're not going to run out of money. To set up your free meeting with me, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orner, and I just wanted to remind you of a couple of things. Now, if you want to listen to past radio shows, it's real easy to do, folks. All you got to do is go to soundcloud.com, soundcloud.com, and right there at the search bar, right there at the very top of the page, just type in the worry-free retirement and click search, and bam, there you go. You're going to see our awesome bobblehead. Click on that, and you're going to find all our past radio shows. Now, if you want to watch the TV show, maybe see some visuals of these examples that Tony's given, no problem. All you got to do there is go to YouTube.com. That's YouTube.com. And again, right there in the search bar, just type in Tony Walker Financial. Click search and you'll see Tony's smiling face. Just click on there and you're going to find all types of video content. Okay, thank you, Aaron. Well, right now, here's what I want to do. I want to go to our tax certified specialist in our Bowling Green office, Miss Leanne Tinsley, as we get into the weeds a little bit about what happens to that RMD when someone passes away. Well, good morning, Leanne. Good morning, Tony. I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing good here. So, okay, Leanne. Before we get started, as a full-time retirement planning firm, how many RMDs do we manage and assist our clients with in any given year? 
I would say we easily touch over a thousand accounts for our clients each year, Tony. Yeah, and we really appreciate uh, what you're doing. In fact, I met with somebody yesterday, Leanne, that had accounts scattered all over the place, and they were just taking their RMDs out of each account. And we told them, I told them, I said, hey, you know, there may be a reason we want to consolidate those, and they had never thought of that. So we appreciate that type of work that you do in helping our clients. So, all right, let's get to the subject matter at hand. I got a couple of examples. We've been talking about RMDs and what happens now when somebody passes away. So let's imagine we have a couple. The husband is 73, taking his RMD currently. His wife is 68, and all of a sudden, the husband passes away. What happens to that RMD? Well, uh, in the year of death, he will have to go ahead and process that RMD for him. And then once the wife, she can choose to become the account owner. And at that point, the RMD rules will then apply to her. Okay, so could she put off taking the RMDs until she turns 72? That's correct. If she becomes the account owner, she may do that. Okay, great. Okay, now instead of the husband passing away, let's say the wife who is 68, she passes away first at the age of 68. Are there any changes in the amount of the RMD that the husband is currently taking or needs to change or will it just be the same amount? It would be the same amount. The account is in his name, so the rules still apply just to him. Okay. One more example. This is very helpful. We really appreciate this. Okay, one more example. And now you might have to get into the weeds a little bit with some of the changes. But let's say the, the wife has passed away. Now the husband is 73, 74, whatever. He passes away. And let's say there's still a half million in this 401k or IRA or wherever it is in this qualified account. And then it's inherited by his two children. What happens under current law, or maybe what happened before, now what happens under current law with that RMD for the kids? Well, when the SECURE Act passed, everything changed for those inherited IRAs. And at this point, that half a million dollars that goes to those kids has to be distributed within 10 years. Now, they're not required to take any certain amount each year but the account has to be depleted in 10 years. So you want to be careful to not wait on that and then end up with a huge tax burden at the end of that 10-year time period. Yeah, and it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Because uh, our theme for the show today has been the uh, Uncle Sam grabbing money out of that, those cookies out of that cookie jar. And if these taxes go up in the future, which I'm predicting they will, you know, it used to be the kids could kind of stretch out or take those minimum distributions of their lifetime. I mean, that could potentially be a windfall for the government, couldn't it? Since now they've got to take it out within 10 years. That's absolutely right. And I'd like to say another point of confusion for those is although RMDs are not required for Roth IRAs, once they become an inherited Roth IRA, RMDs are required on those accounts. And that, that does confuse people in some areas. Very good point. Well, Leanne, we appreciate your time so much and all that you do. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. You make it a great day. All right. Thanks, Tony. You're welcome. So, okay, so we, we've talked about the law of uh, the RMD law, Aaron. Oh, by the way, there was a famous judge. His name was Learned Hand. And he once said, I thought this was one of the greatest quotes ever about taxes. He said, the law does not require someone to pay more in taxes than what the law requires. And what he was talking about is just people pay a lot of unnecessary taxes because they don't know the laws. In other words, you don't pay taxes unless the law requires it. Well, I would say, folks, if you don't understand the laws or you don't have an advisor that understands what you can do legally 
to put more money in your pocket and keep Uncle Sam, then shame on you. This is what we do for people. But there's another law that a lot of people forget, Aaron, and it's called the law of diminishing returns. Have you ever heard of that? It's an economic principle. I've heard you talk about it a little okay. bit. Okay, let me, let me try to explain what that really means because it's kind of an oxymoron. You would think, Aaron, if you uh, save, just save and save and save and save and have all this money, one day with all this money, you should be fine, right? I mean, because more money, it's called compound interest. It just get, begets more and more money. Does that make sense? It, it does. Okay. But there's something called the law of diminishing returns where it's kind of strange. It's almost like if you get to a certain point, the extra money, whatever it is, it could be, it doesn't even have to be money. I guess it could be speed or whatever that you're traveling at, but it actually works against you. Let me, let me give you an example. Let's say, I'll just use this example. Um, let's say you have a hundred thousand dollars and it's paying a 5% dividend, okay? And that dividend is taxable, let's say. So if you take the 100,000, you make 5% on it, that's $5,000, but you leave the money in there because you want it to grow. Does that make sense? Compound okay. interest. So next year it's worth 105 and it grows by 5%. The next year it's worth approximately 110 and it just keeps growing and growing and growing and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I got a million dollars, okay? But let's say all that money's been taxable all that time. You've been paying taxes and all that interest the taxes are going up because there's more interest and it's growing. The question is, where did you get the money to pay those taxes? Because you didn't take it out of the plan. You let it keep growing. And at some point, they may even get out of control. Then you have inflation fighting against you. If you've paid somebody to manage it, they're taking more and more fees. So folks, the law of diminishing returns might work, especially if we lived forever. But there's the point. Eventually, you're going to die. So it's always this thing, I'm always telling people, if you can tell me when you're going to die, I can tell you the perfect time to spend and enjoy this money. But since people don't know that and they don't have a plan, you know what most people do? They won't spend the money because they're afraid of running out. So this diminishing returns thing, the financial world loves it because they don't want you spending the money. They make money on your money while you've got it over here stockpiled. And all the while you don't have a plan to use and enjoy it. It is really, really, really crazy. And in the meantime, you put it off and then the government comes along at 72 and starts grabbing cookies out of your cookie jar. I mean, none of this makes sense. So what I was going to say about the law of diminishing returns, here's the main things that you have to focus on and understand that's eating away at your money. All right. Everybody's talked about inflation late, lately. That's true. Inflation's going to eat away at your money. But the problem with inflation and what people don't want to tell you is as you get older, most people spend less money. So while the cost of goods and services go up, if you just let it hoard and stockpile, then as you get older, I'm sure some of you have seen this with your parents, you don't, they don't spend a lot of money, then it still goes to somebody else eventually. So you want to spend more money now rather than later to combat inflation. Now, that sounds weird, but believe me, it works. Number two, taxes. Uh, many of you are hoarding money because you think you're going to save taxes. And in many cases, you're paying more and more taxes under the law of diminishing returns. Especially, you're going to pay more if they raise taxes on those pre-tax, tax-infested 401ks. Fees, you got to control your fees. The more money you have, the more they're going to charge in fees. That's another rule, uh, a way to fight uh, the diminishing returns laws by lowering your fees. Uh, this low interest at the bank you're making, whatever it is now, 0.5% or whatever. I mean, that's crazy, folks. There's things we can do to try to get you more return on your money without any additional risk. So again, low interest earned today will not help fight the law of diminishing returns. And finally, this is kind of that live well, die broke philosophy, Aaron, you always hear me talk about. 
But uh, just, had, uh, just had a lady in yesterday. Unfortunately, we have so many clients over 65, she just lost her husband the other day. I've got a good friend of mine who has done some contract work for me, just passed away at age 60. So some of you, are, unfortunately, you're waiting too long to enjoy this money. And, you know, and then therefore, you're, the law of diminishing returns is getting you because you don't enjoy the money. Then you get sick or you die or a spouse becomes ill and you can't travel anymore. So these are things that we can try to help you with, how to deal with inflation, how to minimize taxes, how to minimize fees, uh, how to earn more return on your money with no additional risk. And then finally, how to set up a game plan so that you can confidently, here's the key, confidently use and enjoy this money before it's too late. So if you're sitting there right now and you really don't have a game plan, if you don't have an advisor who you feel is in your corner that you can trust, let me invite you to do something. Right now, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and click on that Let's Get Started button. And here's what's going to happen. That information is sent confidentially to our offices, our main headquarters in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and then our staff will take that information and follow back up with you. Now, we can do this in one of two ways. We can either do what's called a 10-minute free fiduciary phone call where I will talk to you by phone to see exactly what's going on and how we can help you. And then if it warrants, well, I'll be happy to meet with you personally in either our Bowling Green, Louisville, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. So take advantage of that free meeting. Just log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on the Let's Get Started. Or give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program, and I'll look forward to talking to you next week. But you remember, between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry-free.